1: Hey Legends, how you doing? Welcome back to another episode of Potty Magic. Thank you so much for the regular subscribers, listeners, everybody that's been rating the episodes. I bloody love your work and uh, do really appreciate your support of Potty Magic so far. Absolute pearlla for you today. I'm joined by former Collingwood and Saint Kilda player uh, John OMarsh. so I uh, mean John I know each other from back in the day uh, and uh, he has got a really really fascinating career. so uh, he actually retired really early on from uh, Collingwood uh, due to mental health issues which he goes into a little bit uh, and sort of the struggles and things he had to overcome uh, throughout that period in his life. He then made this unbelievable comeback and was able to get back on an AFL list but not just get on an AFL list but make his way into uh, playing games again for St Kilda and uh, his story is uh, really inspirational Um, it was over 900 days in between AFL games for him and uh, yeah, I think you're going to take a lot out of uh, this episode from Jono uh, as I did Uh, and he's an absolute bloody ripper so uh, strap yourselves in I hope you enjoy the episode and as always, just remember to like, subscribe and uh, rate the episodes, it goes a long way Uh, but apart from that, let's get into the episode with Jono here we go Welcome back to another episode of Potty Magic. So uh, if you love a comeback story, you're going to love this podcast episode because I tell you what, this week has got a cracking comeback story. So my guest today played for both Collingwood and St Kilda uh, and there was a a small little gap in between uh, games, 979 days in between games. Mm -hmm. Had a very, very interesting career and I can't wait to get into it with you today. Please welcome Jonathan Marsh. Welcome to Body Magic. Nice having me, mate. Oh, mate. Super excited. Yeah, I'm to, excited, yeah. And like we were just talking, uh, just our fair, like uh, we, we've known each other for a little while, but uh, if we were to catch up or, um, you know, bump into each other, we, I might not
2: necessarily ask you the stuff that we're going to do today, which I'm super excited about. No, 100%. It's, um, yeah, these kind of questions are something that, yeah. You avoid when you're probably having a beer or two, you'd probably have to have about eight until they start flowing. So no, totally. I'm, I'm actually excited. To, yeah. We're going to we're going to get fucking deep. Yeah, Let's do it.
1: <laughs> so me and John, and I actually know each other from our ex-girlfriends back in the day. used to be best friends. So we used to go on a lot of double days together.
2: <laughs> yeah. We, that's uh, I didn't, I don't think you like me or I like you at the start. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh, look, look, look at us <laughs> now. Look
1: at us now. Exactly right. Exactly. Nice. No, so good. Well, um, yeah, I can't wait to talk about all your stuff in your career. Cause like I said, it was really, really interesting. Um, um and uh there was uh, some definite highs and then some lows and some highs again and you know can't wait to hear all the stories in between as well so um let's go like right back to the start um and um tell me about you know your early years growing up and uh, you grew up down south uh yeah. and yeah just tell me a little bit about uh, what that was like for you then
2: yeah so i don't know dad was a copper so we moved around a bit until yeah. like we were two or well, i was two and then got stationed in Margs um grew up there and then like typical margs it's like you're you just playing some form of sport. You're, you're surfing or you're footy or you're basketball. So um, Harry and I, like my brother and I, would always footy and basketball, like land land based kind of thing. You are
1: really good at basketball as well. How hey? you love, like love team my team basketball. Love my as well?
2: basketball. Yeah, we all country, so it doesn't really count. But, yeah, have <laughs> <laughs> got our ass so like ask. So Dad was always a surfer, kayaking up the river, skiing, like anything like that. My brother and I would land. Like, you know, footy basketball. My sister was really good at soccer as well. So, like, we just grew up. The house was humming all the time. There's some ball some being sports kicked or handballed or shot. Like, it was, we had an acre, like, a kilometre out of town. So, we just mucked around all the time. Like, we had the biggest backyard. We'd, we'd smack golf balls, we'd kick footy soccer balls, like, make games up. So, uh, we were always outside, man, and growing up. And it was, it was pretty fun. Like, like I'm saying, my group is, you make it what it is kind of thing. So, when you we were doing that, it just every night of the week we had sport or training or something like that, and it was just so fun because, yeah. yeah, otherwise, what else do you doing in a country town?
1: And then, how long were you in Margaret River for before you made the move to
2: Perth? Uh, two years old, 17, so like 15, 16 years there. Yeah, I literally finished my last year 12 exam, and I was it was that long, all right, I was yeah, trying yeah. to pursue footy. Yeah, um, so I finished my last year 12 exam, I said. See everyone and I hop in the car with mum and I drove up to Perth and I think I've been back like seven times since wow, so that was just, I was just I was I'm out, I'm, I'm going to Perth, I'm doing East Ferrer Colts and I'm trying to get drafted.
1: Wow. And then the team that you were playing for in Margaret River, what
2: team was that for you juniors? Yeah, Margaret River Hawks. Yeah. So you play like split in Margaret River in the town, you know, like um Eagles, Bombers, yep. Tigers, whatever that. And then you'd move up and you play I was playing for Margaret River Hawks and you play against Busso, Bunbury, yep. Harvey. Donny Brook and all that. And then, so I played, yeah, 16s as Margaret Hawks, Colts, and then I played league in my last year there yep. when I was still at high school. And then by that time, Harry had moved up to play East Fremantle Colts. So I played mm-hmm. like three games with him when I was in year 12. And then when I finished my exams, I was like, well, I need to go up do pre-season. So yep. I just got straight up there and, and started. Yeah, great. And uh, East Frio
1: saw you playing in country leagues or heard about you through your brother or how did that sort of come about that you playing with them
2: before? Uh, well, initially, so East Perth is Margaret River's Cashmere. So right. regardless of anything, it's like where you grow up is their catchment area. So yep. we did East Perth juniors. So 14s and 15s carnivals. Yep. Granddad played East Ramanal. Someone I don't know who, but someone got in contact with my mum that there's a grandfather grandson rule. Wow! And so she's actually approached Harry and I, and saying, "Do you do you care if you stay at East Perth? Do you want to go to East Fremantle?"
1: Oh wow, that's and sick. Harry and I, I said, know "Well, it.
2: yeah, like why not just go where Granddad played?" Yeah, um, there wasn't for any reason. we just like that. That'd be cool putting on the blue and white um, because of him. And then so yeah, and so we did all the junior carnivals at East Perth, and then I played a sixteens carnival, but. Harry was good enough, like, because now we've transferred to East or they invite everyone down to Colts training, yep. like, everyone that's eligible. So Harry goes down, tries out, does well, yep. plays state, gets drafted, and then I just followed exactly the same pathway. kind Amazing. of Amazing. Yeah. And
1: what's it kind of like having uh, a granddad that was, you know, a big icon in uh, waffle football? What was that like growing up? Did that have a lot of influence in you really taking football as your kind of pathway?
2: Yeah, I reckon as a kid... Not so much like we, you know, we just enjoyed both sports. Yep. Once you start getting into the nitty gritty of it, you, you like, I, I wasn't the best at Barcelona, I was like a bit of a hustler, but I loved it. But then in football, you're like, I, I reckon I could definitely go somewhere yep. further than this. And I always wanted to get to the best level. Yep. And, you know, NBA ridiculous. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kid from yep. Margaret's, not <laughs> not making not it. Yeah, you know, probably not even making an NBL kind of thing. But yeah, I was like, yeah. well, I could definitely, I could definitely make AFL. Yeah. Um, and then, what
1: age were you when you that kind of flicked for you? That you that that's
2: that honestly that 18s country carnival for basketball, so like yep. state 18s, and I was like coming off the bench, not getting many minutes, and just I was like, okay, I think this is where my basketball career will head. Like I could still rise up the ranks, but I'm going to be like the five minute a game kind of player yep. coming off the bench, hustle. You were being defensively, realistic with going. Yeah, this is decided, probably what's going to be. Yep. Whereas in AF like well, football. You you play the full game. It's not like you sit on the exactly. bench for three quarters and then play one. True. So yeah. that appealed to me a lot. But then probably with the regards to the granddad stuff, when I made yeah. AFL, I realised how good he was because he he's an AFL Hall of Fame. Like yeah. he's a, he's like a, yeah, he's a big deal. He's yeah. an icon, like royalty and waffle. We're lucky that like it's my mum's dad so we got dad's name whereas my little cousins they got the sorrel last name so i reckon when they were coming up through the footy junior footy ranks there was some in pressure. perth yeah. as yeah. well people or oh, those are ray sorrel's grandkids they're supposed to be whereas harry and i kind of went under the radar a little bit with that yeah we gotcha had the marsh name so Do you still get the genetic
1: benefit but you didn't have the pressure benefit which is so nice
2: <laughs> i would like ray, like my granddad had a rake in left foot and i got a Crappy right, <laughs> right foot, so I wouldn't mind it. Well, maybe you that, should have actually yeah, been left footed. That's maybe the I, thing. Yeah, so, nah, I think that's like there wasn't too much pressure, and he definitely didn't put any pressure on. Neither did the parents. But yep. now, like, uh, there's no pressure on me now either. Like playing at Eastern Mantle, but I still want to tick like my name on the locker or a premiership. Just like, yep. I'm never going to win a Sandover. Like he won two Sandovers as well. So it's just like I still want to achieve some of the things he did, Absolutely. or I'll still be remembered at Eastern Mantle. Because he's remembered there, I want to you know, try and keep that in the family as best as I can.
1: Yeah, and the year that you were drafted, what year was that? Uh, 2013.
2: 2013?
1: 2013.
2: 2013, yeah. And so,
1: in that 2013 uh, group at East Fruit, wasn't there like loads of guys that got drafted from that?
2: I think, oh, there was a load in the state team. I think we had like 9 or 10 in the state team. But yeah. then the boys that got drafted were Aaliyah Jared Jansen, yeah. Paddy and myself. Yeah. So, like, that's pretty good. Four's good. Yeah, four's then, unreal for,
1: for one, for one um, Colts yeah, waffle Colt's team. Waffle yeah, Colts
2: waffle team. And, you know, Paddy Cripps obviously gone on and had a not, bit of a, not a bad career. <laughs> and the Lear Lears had the same. And, and Jano and I found ourselves back at East yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was still like, you know, Jano and I still played AFL. So it's absolutely out of four of us, we all actually ticked that box. And obviously, toured. Very successful and dominating, but it's pretty cool. Like from one, you know, under a team that, yeah, four of us went. So it was was awesome. That's awesome. And you mentioned that your brother Harry, he also
1: got uh, picked up eventually by uh, Sydney. Yeah. Um, What was that like having a brother that uh, was, you know, also in the same sort of realm as you in terms of wanting to get to that elite level of sports? Um, And when he got drafted, did that sort of inspire you to get to that level as well and lift your game a little bit? I
2: always found Harry being older than me and playing football made my life so much easier because I'll just watch what he did and if he did the wrong thing or it didn't work, i would be like, oh, okay, okay I'll see that. You from him. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what man, I mean? Like, I found mistakes. it so, like, watching him and, you know, he, he did so well but seeing him stress about stuff or, or I did that wrong or I need to do this, I was just sitting back going, oh, sweet. Like, my, seriously, my pathway into doing it was pretty, like, a nice slide in terms of just, I, I knew what to, like, right or wrong in a football sense. Um, when Harry got drafted, I was in year 12 at Margs, so he's moved up to Perth that year. Got, like, played East Randall Colts. Barely really see him because I'm playing football down there as well. Yep. Um, and when we do, you're at that stage as brothers where you're real competitive. You're Like, he, Harry can't text for shit. So yeah. he's up in Perth. <laughs> we don't have any communication. So when we see him, like, he's closer to my cousins because he lives with them. And, I, like, we just had, a, we weren't the closest brothers then. Little and a little, bit, then, bit, like, yeah, little yeah. bit of, like, if we were playing one on one basketball, like, let's would go. go like, yeah. like, let's <laughs> yeah. go for it. And then when he came back, so like when he came back one off season, he got drafted to Sydney. He was so fit because mm-hmm. he's just done four or five week block. And he's always been fitter than me. He's just done a four or five week block with Sydney, AFL. He comes back and takes me for a running session and I cried because <laughs> I could, a, I couldn't keep up with him. B is the hardest thing I've ever done. And see, he's like, that's not good enough, bro. And I'm just gone. And you've oh gone, I've God. lost. I was <laughs> so, so far off him. I can't get there kind of thing. So, yeah. and then like that motivated me because I was like, nah, like, oh, I want to get him. Yeah, totally. Um, and then obviously like over the years, Harry and I have become very close, especially because we were playing AFL at the same time and in the system at the same time. and um, we always saw each other Christmases and and off season breaks and stuff. But at that point I was competitive because I wanted to beat him. Yeah. Not because I was like, Oh, that's inspiring. Like I was like, nah, I want, I want that. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it's like you find that so often with uh, guys that, you know, become on, uh, end up being elite sports people of whatever sport. They've often got an older brother, Harry or or something equivalent that's given them a bit of a beat down. Michael
2: Jordan reckons his older brother was was better better than him. And he just beat the shit out of him one-on-one. It's like, I've, I reckon I'm a better basketballer than Harry. Yeah. Like, for for a fact. Like, I (laughs) I, just... But we play one-on-one, he'll kick my ass. Just because he's had... Twenty-seven years in my head. He's got the, he's got the head, mental. He's got the mental. And he knows everything I do, and he still can win. And it just does my head in. I'm like, <laughs> I, I should just be dominating, and he still somehow finds a way to win. So annoying.
1: I love that. And uh, you were picked up at uh, pick seventy-seven, yeah. uh, in the 2013 draft. So tell us what the uh, the draft experience was like for you, um, and was there any other clubs interested? And how were those, you know, few days leading up to that? Yeah. So
2: just leading into the draft, like draft camp. Talking to clubs I had a fair amount of clubs Talk to me Yeah And so And then I had a fair amount of News articles written about me Didn't you
1: also have like Loads of the testing things That you fucking destroyed as well You did did really
2: well in them The 20 metre sprint Yeah I was good Yeah Um, That was like Like top Five or something ever or something it's like top that two, top two <laughs> I think it's been I think I was having coffee with someone the other day and they said it's been matched now so I'm equal second instead Great. of outright second yeah, which yeah. I don't like but <laughs>
1: equal second is I still know, pretty I still, fucking like, good. I'm still
2: happy especially you know, being tall um, but the draft process yeah you go to Melbourne you do the draft camp I'm not a good runner so I stunk it up in those events but I did well in the 20 minute sprint you're just stressed tired the whole time Yeah, the whole time that you're sitting in interviews with afl coaches uh sports psychologists and you're just worried like if i answer this like a mature man they're going to think i'm bullshitting if i answer and another way they're going to think this or that it's like whatever you're damned if you do damned if you yep. don't really with yep. the afl process yep in, in terms of it, those interviews and having a sport or well, some
1: site, of like the questions that i heard are, that mate, they like, asked it's like what the fuck like, 489
2: and what the fuck yeah, yeah. 100 i said willy-nilly i said like i hate something and this sports site grilled me for 45 minutes about using the word hate and i was like brother like I'm 17 exactly. years old. Like, yeah. Get you know off. You know what I mean? Like idea. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't. feel that passionately about anything. I just said the word hate. But yeah. That's how it goes. And then draft night. When I was my high school sweetheart, and her family. Yeah. And then my family were at draft. Uh, oh, sorry. On the on the couch watching the draft. Yep. Yeah. Um. I had all these newspaper articles saying potentially going freeo 17. Um. And then I had all these clubs call my manager like, oh, like shit, if he's around it. I think this like so. I was like, if he's around at twenty six, I think that was Essendon. Thirty six Carlton. No one promised me forty four to Sydney, but that's what Harry went the year before. So yep. like naturally, I'm just like, oh, surely they'll yeah. do the same thing. Yeah. I think Carlton again at fifty six or something, and that, and then uh, someone else. And I was like, I'm pretty set here. So pick seventeen, Freo goes Michael Aitnes or something. Yeah. Um, twenty six. pick. Yeah. Twenty six yeah. Essendon goes Zach Merritt. Pretty good pick now yeah. the skipper. That is good. So I was like, fair enough. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, that, I'll, that's fair. Yeah, I'll yeah. cop that. Forty four goes a Lear. Yeah. At um oh so thirty six goes to someone at Carlton. Can't remember. Forty four goes to Lear Lear to Sydney. I was like, Oh, dog's like now Lear's with my brother and I'll just play the year with him. Yeah. Some something else, something else went and then I was like, Holy shit, I'm not getting drafted here. It went to pick I remember pick sixty five, Tom Langdon who went to Collingwood and I just stopped paying attention because they started elevating rookies and yep. like at that time of the draft. You start elevating rookies, everyone was elevating rookies, drafts done. Yep. So Collingwood sixty five and then elevate rookie rara. And so I was just like all my f- family's there. High school sweetheart, no family are there. I just started like put my head between them and they started crying. Oh, I was like, yeah. holy shit, I'd have to go to East Semantal League and try and crack a game. I was like, this is gonna be hard as. And then Mum was just like screaming, grabbing me. Are you going to Collingwood. <laughs> like I looked up and I didn't believe it. And then down, because I missed it down the bottom. It was like a slither. Oh, it was pick seventy-seven. Missed... Jonathan Marsh, Collingwood. You missed the name. And then they go, thanks. Draft done. It was oh. last, like the very last thing. There was only seventy-seven. But, oh, oh I was just like. That was by wow, by, yeah, the hair on my balls kind of thing. Like I scraped by with that one. So, that is wild. It wasn't the greatest thing, but at least I'm, yeah, made it, which was nice. Wow,
1: you would have been just. I can't imagine the tension and how much you were actually oh, stressed. Because I, I still That's... didn't
2: believe it, and then like, I reckon, and especially when I reckon you've got minutes, everyone around. Twenty as well, minutes later, <laughs> mum's phone rings. And she's like, "Hello," and he's like, uh, "It's uh, Eddie McGuire." And oh my god! And wow. mum's like, "It's Eddie," <laughs> and, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Uh, she might be going to Hollywood." Like it was, yeah, it was, and then. Dad's like, what do you want to drink? So he went in. I was like, get us some cruisers because I'm seven, eight. Yeah. No, I didn't. I just turned 18. Yeah. Goes and gets us a carton of cruisers. I've had three of them. I'm absolutely wankered. <laughs> Bucks calls. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like... <laughs> my first chat with Bucks and I was blue after three yeah, cruisers. Yeah, great. It, it was actually good. Really night. set the tone. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Say, yeah, that relationship just fucking went skyward <laughs> after that.
1: Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then uh, uh, were you... Obviously, it would have been a better situation for you to get drafted to, say, a Fremantle or a West Coast to stay in uh, in, um, in Perth. But um, what was the feeling like that you were going over calling? Were you just thankful to be picked Yeah, 100%. Up?
2: Yeah. I reckon I was a little bit scared at the time to get drafted Eagles or free because, like, I was dating my high school sweetheart and I'm yeah. like, holy, are we going to fall in love? Are we getting mad? You know, what I was thinking, like, big picture yes, stuff. Like, yeah. if I'm in Perth, it's going to get messy, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, went to Melbourne. I was stoked yeah. just to get... To a list Yep It was surreal Like two days later I'm flying out Nick Maxwell's picking me up From the airport Had a good chat with him Unreal That next night I'm living with Tyson Goldsack Maxie fella. Yeah Like one of yeah. the best Goldsack One of the best And I'm like Holy shit Like I'm an AFL player Rocked up day one I rocked up day one in a Collingwood polo because I was like, oh, do I have to be in uniform? I shit myself. They all tease me because you, you just walk in casual clothes. Goldie didn't say anything, which is dog act. Yeah. So yeah, he sees yeah. me dressed in the morning like a Collingwood polo. I nearly put the hat on. Like I mean, <laughs> I'm walking in there like a nuffy. And then we're taking like first year photos with Nathan Freeman, Tom Langdon and Matt Scharenberg and myself. And yeah. they're all just in casual kits. And I'm looking like I'm looking like a fan.
1: Like, like a supporter. And yeah, I was like yeah.
2: this. Oh, I've just stuffed this up. Like, yeah. So I, I actually don't think I talk for that. Like, the first month. I was just like, I was just trying just to make friends. Yeah. And going, just head down, I don't know. just try and make friends and not stuff this up. Like, yeah. But it was pretty fun.
1: Unreal. And um, when did your first game come about for Collingwood? And what was uh, the coach at the time was Nathan Buckley? Yeah, yeah.
2: I had Bucks the whole time.
1: Yeah, great. And uh, what was your relationship like with uh, with Bucks?
2: Yeah. Uh, first game was so my first year, like I was crap. I, yeah. nearly, I nearly actually got cut like the first year because I just, they were playing me forward. I didn't get it. Yeah. I was arrogant, little. Fuck. Were you drafted as a backman. No, nah, drafted. As, well, I played forward as a. I played nothing but mid in, yep. as my juniors, like nothing. I know, like I was the, one of the taller mids, but I've yep. never played anything else. Go to Eastern Metal Colts, play full forward, stunk it up. Like I had a shitty year. Mm. I kicked twenty goals, forty, <laughs> and I reckon ten of those, ten of those goals came in the last two rounds. Like I was shocking. Wow. As a full forward, I was
1: getting the ball heaps. Could oh, quite. I had some
2: pins, but mm. yeah, I just couldn't kick a fucking football. Yeah. Um, and then so Collingwood draft me because I did well on the 20 meter sprint. And like basically, oh, well, if we can make a football out of him, he's athletic. So let's see what happens. Yep. So I play like four rounds of VFL. Like I'm nearly getting cut from the team after like my first couple months of the club. They moved me back, just hit the ground running. Like that just turned into my spot. Um, so then they're at like, I reckon after the first three VFL games, I was a backman after that. And, and then within five weeks, I was playing on the best forward. And then within. Six weeks, seven weeks was AFL emergency kind of thing. So I was like, "Oh, this is going really well." Um, I think we had like four games left, and I tore my hammy pretty badly that I needed surgery. So season done. Yep. Next preseason, come back. Um, and same thing. Like just as a back, when did just did rehab the full preseason and started in the VFL, worked my way in, and I started playing game or good games early. Mm. So like, this is good, and then put pressure on, and then I played the last five that year, um, in the AFL. And then the next year, I played 10. So that, that was my 15 for Collingwood. Yeah. At the time, I probably did it. I went about it shocking. Because, like, every week, spent that second year, every week I wasn't playing, I'd go up to Bucks and be like, all right, what do I got to do? Yep. And he'd give me feedback, and I'd be like, okay. And then I'd go and play. I'd play well. I'd come back to him and say, which I should have just left it. I should have just, because I reckon every week I was just, I was thinking I was so close. Yep. And I was just pissing him off, pretty much. Yep. Um, but I guess you like, can't, like,
1: you, you can't, you know, hold that against you that you wanted to come and get feedback. Yeah, I know, but you. I reckon,
2: like, how much does your feedback change week to week? And mm. the naivety of it was me thinking that because I played a good game, I deserved a spot. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, well, no, like, you've got Alan Tovey, Ben Reid, these premiership defenders who aren't playing bad, but just because you're playing well in the VFL doesn't mean you deserve their spot kind of thing. So, yep. and Nathan Brown, sorry. So, yep. three premiership, they yeah, won the guys. premiership with those yeah. three. Yep. yeah. So that was their key backs, and I was trying to take one of their spots. So when you look back, you're like, oh, why, why don't I just shut up and just enjoy playing v- like good at VFL level, mm. and then if it came, it came, which I think is obviously something looking back. But only, again, hindsight's a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and you know, it's not a bad thing being hungry to fucking get a game and, and have the confidence to go and knock on Bucks' door, but I, don't, I just don't think I did much for our relationship it Probably bucks every week On Mondays you Fuck me This, guys, this little <laughs> shit door, is coming oh, Come on in, come on yeah, in. Yeah. You're, you're still shit mate <laughs> <laughs> And walk out um, But yeah like it, you know, That's how I went about it But yeah It was it was good and bad in ways I guess
1: Yeah and uh, Was there any like Games that really um, um, Like highlights for you At Collingwood Was there one that you were like Gee that was a good game Or you played on someone That was pretty cool um,
2: A couple, a like, a couple in it? the VFL Was sick Like the game before I debuted I turned one on at Williamstown when it was, like, raining sideways. Yes. And no one could really touch beautiful, the footy. Beautiful, beautiful place, Williamstown. Yeah. Sucks, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah, to... took,
1: um, we we did, uh, we took Noel's footy team for yeah, the carnival I there. I think
2: I saw that, that you went there yeah, and I was yeah, like, yep. you poor bastard. It was, it's, it's just a mud, mud yeah, and wind just coming. Yeah. Especially because it's, like, oval and then rocks and then water. Yep. It's just seriously Straight off. the worst. You may as well be playing on oval. the fucking on, ocean, yeah. like. So, I, for some reason I played well there and then debuted the next game which was good but at that oval you yes. know Sipos who just yes. played in the did he play in the Super Bowl uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played, yeah yeah. I've witnessed him kick a goal from the centre circle wow. at that oval because of the wind Wow! and he, he obviously tweeted. got a like, <laughs> super boot and he marked it in the centre circle and all the boys are like, yeah go back kick it and I'm like
0: fuck no off chance. mate Like, I was like there's
2: no chance he goes back looks like he actually looked at me and then lined up and sailed one through and it oh went it still God. went past goal past high, wow. high and wow. I've just gone I went up shook his hand <laughs> I was like Holy, that's still it's still one of the greatest things I've ever seen on a football field. Game. Wow. And then I think I played a good game against Frio like the next year. I had like 17 touches. Yep. Played on um Chris Maine. That was fun. I love that. Like, I actually that's the only game I actually felt comfortable at AFL level so that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, wicked. And uh, that was the I guess the back end of 2016, though. Yeah, that's
2: yep. yeah, that was like it was round 17 2016 so yeah, yeah still had like yeah six more games to go or something and like. you were
1: kind of getting like a regular um game at that point yeah yeah well. I was,
2: like that's when they actually dropped 2 for me mm. mid-year and then i played 10 straight and one of the games i played and then i had a sore calf and i missed yeah so, and then they put Goldsack back in for me so he played back fucking dominated against Carlton. had like 20 touches didn't turn it over yeah Next week, they dropped in for me again. So I was like, oh shit, like, wow. Am I that guy now? Which yep. is pretty cool to think about. Totally. Especially because Gold takes a premiership player as well. Yeah. I was like, oh, I think they're looking at me like I'm one of the guys now, which is it was cool
1: hey legends quick break here my March 12 week challenge the sign ups are just about to close uh, we start on the 20th of March and I'd love for you to be a part of it all your workout programs meal plans uh, weekly check ins with me all included and it's going to be great and some of the results that uh, our clients have previously got from the 12 week challenge are pretty bloody amazing uh, so make sure if you've been thinking about it now's the time to sign up it's only $25 a week and I'd love to have you as part of it if this is uh, an episode that maybe you're listening to and it's not March, which could be quite a lot of you might have been a little bit outdated the 20th of March by now. Uh, There's always new Body Magic programs to sign on up to and the best way to do so is just head on over to www.bodymagic.fit for more information. Uh, It's got the pricing for all the programs, any upcoming challenges uh, but if uh, you need any more uh, help or you want to know any more info, feel free to hit me uh, on email, uh, DM me on Insta, uh, TikTok, uh, anything. Uh, Send a pigeon, whatever you like to to get in contact with me and I'll get back to you with all the details and uh, what programs I've got available Coming up, but uh, back to the podcast with Johnny. Here we go. So yeah, back into 2016, you're in the side, um, you know, pretty regularly yeah. each week. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, the end of that year for you, and uh, you actually ended up retiring at 21 at the at the end of that year. Tell us a little bit about that time and um, sort of what was happening happening yeah. with you.
2: So I seen it, like I seen a sports like that whole year. Yeah, um, probably even like the year before 2015. So when I moved to Melbourne, I had. Yes, bro. Sorry, bro. I'm Mate. just, I'm just,
1: like, I just didn't want to stop you talking. Um,
2: <laughs> probably like, even when I got drafted, like, homesickness, like, breaking, I broke out of the high school sweetheart, all yeah. that crap. Like, you just, it just eats away at yeah. you. And also, you're so young. You're yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, 19, 100%. 20 years old. Living and we away from moved home. in together and stuff. Like, it just, I like, told mom, I was like, how you let us do that is beyond me. Mum's <laughs> like, you got to <laughs> learn somehow. I like, fair enough. Um, so, like, I reckon I've always. Even like when I was at high school, I've always had a little bit of like mental health stuff that just never identified, and, and it's hard to identify when you are growing up. So like, is this hormones? Is this? this is this, Yeah, just you're just trying to work. It is hard. Like you're, you're trying, trying to, to figure out what you're doing and who you are. Yeah. yeah. So, I reckon 2015 was when I was like, shit. Like this might be a little bit more serious than what I think. Can't remember when I saw a psych. If it was 2015 or it was definitely 2016. I don't know if I did it in 2015. But I saw the psych all year, um, but I knew like it was. It was getting harder. Playing AFL was sick and it was fun, but it's also like the stress of playing AFL. Um, I had told people at the club I needed to tell about my mental health and I don't th- think it was taken too seriously. At the time, we didn't have um, a, like anyone in the player welfare kind of role. They kind of made this role for this bloke that no one was really close to to keep him around the club. It was a bit of an awkward one. We had a really good sports psych my first year there that I was really close with. Um and then he didn't get another contract. So then for two years we didn't really have,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which well, someone that I was really comfortable going to apart from this, um, the head trainer Roe, who I'm still really good friends with. But like I reckon I was dropping away there and then all this shit hit the fan. I had like they wanted me to play VFL finals and at the end of that year after I've just played twenty straight games of ten VFL, ten AFL, mm-hmm. just come off two years of back to back hamstring surgeries. Yep. I thought. Body was cooked. Yeah. Why would I play VFL finals? I've just played ten AFL. I was like, not really a VFL player. I I, I think I'm not really a VFL player anymore. Um, and I put my foot down. and said, please just send me home. I'm struggling. I want to go home. And they put their foot down and said, no, nah, you're playing VFL finals. And I was like, bullshit. I am. Like I was like, mm. I know where I'm at. And that all that we had all these meetings. And they all shit at the fan um, with that. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm just going. I was like, no, nah, I'm going home. Like I got. The psych I was seeing to write a report. He said, it's seriously not good for him to play VFL, just send him home, right? That got me over the line, they're like, fine. And then I was at home and I was just like, you know, you have like two weeks off of the actual gym and running and then you're supposed to kick back. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Like I just couldn't do it. I was like I was so anxious to even just lift a weight, start running. And I was like, surely this isn't it for AFL like mm. I'm three years in, I've just started to play. This is the fun stuff. This is when I'm supposed to be like, yeah, I can't wait to get as fit as, and strong as possible. Yep. Come back to pre season and be the guy or be one of the guys. Like, not the guy. I'm not that. It wasn't that. But, you know, like, yeah, but, be but, but be, but be the one that someone's trying that. to take my spot instead of me trying to take theirs. Totally. Um, And so I was like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm out. Like, I just, yeah, and I rang the club and I was like, I, don't, I actually don't want to come back. And then they looked at, oh, sorry, I think first off I asked for a trade because I was like, oh, maybe if I get home to Free yep. Old West Coast, that'll fix that it. Work, that'll yeah. fix everything, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm back in Perth, none of them were interested. And then that's when I was like, well, you know what? I don't even fucking want to play AFL. Like, I mm. don't want to... Because then I was like, oh, I'll have to start running for... If I play for Free Old West Coast. So I was like, I don't want to do any... I don't want to live any part of this AFL life. Yeah. So that's when I was like, nah. asked asked it, I'm out. And then um, that's when I met my, my ex, when I yep. moved back. And then, yeah, I was just... I didn't even want to play waffle, but I signed up to a waffle club because I knew at some point. But seriously, the day I, like I can still remember it, the day I rang up and told Bucks or Eddie, or both of them or something like that, can't remember. I, like I had the best sleep in the world, Ugh. woke up feeling fresh as a daisy. Yeah, right. And it wasn't like all oh, my mental health stuff fixed, but I was like, it just took, I had this shit to do and it just took like massive weight off so I could focus on that. Yeah, I think, Every time I've ever been questioned about that, that's how I was sad. I had a clearer mind to make myself better instead yep. of dealing with that on top of all the stresses of being an AFL player. And it's seriously the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, that yeah. It's so crazy. And I guess
1: like the landscape back in 2016 for um, mental health um, oh, is totally different. It was barren compared to what it is now. It's well, like like right. I, I was
2: actually shit scared to come out and say mental health. Yeah. And then when it was implied it was mental health, like because Collingwood's got a massive club, biggest club in Australia, sporting yeah. club. The amount of fans that messes me the most disgusting things ever. Like, you're joking? Mate, like, kill yourself. What? I still get it sometimes in waffle, like, blokes like, or, homesickness like, I've moved, like, to play waffle, what like, from, from Melbourne, you like, a fuck, what, you're a pussy kind of thing. I'm just like, what the fuck? Some like, I had a 16 year old kid, like, go break in there, kind of, and I'm like, what like the me, fuck me. Like, I've played 15 games for your club for three years. Who gives a shit if yeah. I leave? Like, no one cares. You right, know what I exactly. mean? like yeah, I, This should not be a big deal. You can go right. sign anyone else. I'm, I'm getting... I'm taking, like, the tiniest amount of money off that club. Yeah, you exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was nowhere near getting paid. I was like, you don't need me. Like, no. don't don't stress about it. But it just... Yeah, people on social media and stuff just went at me. I'd, like, deactivate it for a bit, man. I was yeah, like, Holy crazy. shit. That's
1: fucked. Like, people are fucked. And, like... <laughs> It social media is so it's it's great, but it's so oh, fucked and so many. It's ways. so
2: easy and I've had it a bit at Saints as well. Like it's so easy to get that like, you're so accessible. Yeah. And I reckon people send the message going, He'll never see that. But yes. no, I've got you five thousand followers, I've got nothing. I'll right. see it. I'll like, see it, yeah. Yeah, after a game they send you something, you're just like, Yeah, no, I saw that, mate. Like and my brother mm. had the same thing. My brother had um when he played a couple finals. Mm. People were people just messaging him at like two AM, just like if you play next week, I'm going to come to your house and shit like that. And it's like what the fuck, fuck me mate? Right it's footy, like who, ca- it's who cares? Awkward.
1: And like you know, you like you said, 19, 20, 21. You trying yeah. to figure yourself out, especially after all you, that. Crap, I was going to say you've got you've got this going on in you know in your head, and you're trying to work out what you know yeah. what what you are and what's going on, and then you're also getting all this external stuff, yeah, all, all the bullshit that's piling on. I can't it imagine was, how that would have um, affected but- you.
2: No, like after I did it, cut ties, and yeah, and you know, then I just went back to Waffle and started doing uni, and just felt like a normal bloke, and great, yeah, that was actually that was a good two years for sure.
1: That's good. And were you sort of were you disappointed with how Collingwood handled it at the time, or oh massively, um, man, I
2: still I still hold a lot of, well, actually, like still angry about it. Yeah, it's easy now because Craig McRae is the coach, and I really like him. Yeah, everything like so when I. Came back for two years, did Eastman. Or I actually went to Richmond VFL because mm-hmm. he was coaching there. Yep. So I was like, I sort him out. So he worked with me for two years at Collingwood. So I, I actually really like him. Yeah. A lot of the listers turned over. There's a couple of blokes still I don't like, but yeah, it's um, it was a bit strange, but how they, a how they handled it, b like I kept my mouth shut as well. Yep. Because I was like, goddamn, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the guy that blows the bubble here but yeah, yeah it was totally. it was interesting
1: you were back in perth how, how many years were you back in perth for two years just
2: that yeah that was two yeah yeah and
1: uh, tell us about that about uh getting to east Frio, yeah. and um uh i guess loving football again and getting back into yeah. like, a really good state of mind uh for yourself as
2: well yeah so started like i reckon uni was good yeah because i was trying to be what a teacher studying? Teaching, teaching? like yeah. primary yeah. school teaching but it yeah it just gave me a bit of direction i was like i can, I can see myself being a teacher that's pretty cool and then yeah, dating my ex was good. Yep. Then playing Eastern Manor was easy. Um, one of my best mates was there, so I'd, of course I went there. Uh, it was just, uh, I don't know, I just uh, all of my life went from stress, stress, stress to like, ah, uh, yeah, I can do uni work and I can play football and see all my old mates and yeah, life was just cruisy. Perth's a very easy place to live in as Earth well. Perth is good, bro. And it's beach. Winter's not that bad. No. it's Yeah, I, I found it quite relaxing being back for two years. I live with mum and dad, so, you know, was a whole lot of stress with the like I was paying rent and stuff, but if, yeah. I, if I missed it for. It was not. it was not the end of the world. I'm yeah. not going to get kicked out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, great. And then as uh, so you got back and you started playing some really good footy again, and like you said, you got all these other um, aspects of um, your, your life and mental health and sort of checking that all off and um, feeling a lot better about everything. You then um, got picked up or went to go train with uh, Richmond, like you just mm. um, uh, mentioned before. Tell us about that. How did that come about, and how did you know you were kind of ready to go and do that next step?
2: Yeah, it was an interesting one. So... It was actually, not, my ex was like, I'm moving to Melbourne. Yeah. I'm doing my masters in Melbourne. Are you coming or not? Kind of yeah. thing. Like, she was going. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can play. like At the time, I love Eastman, but we're getting belted by 100 points each week. Yeah. I was like, I can play footy anywhere and get paid. Yeah. Like, you know, at VFL level. So, I was like, oh, cool. That's exciting. I'll go to Richmond and yeah. join up with Craig. So, we were just like, stuff it. Let's move. Um, We moved over. Went to Richmond VFL. Uh, Trained there for like I reckon six, seven weeks, not even. But I fell in love with it. Like, mm. and i al- I was already happy with football at East Melbourne, but Richmond VFL, how they their standards, meeting even the AFL boys were just so welcoming. Like, because yeah. you come in and at four thirty, they're leaving at four thirty. You're coming in. Yeah. they're like, oh, Marshy, welcome to the club and stuff. I've never met you sick. know any of them like Jack Riewoldt and stuff like dapping you up and knowing who you are and so even though yeah, I played cool. on him, but like they remembered you. And it was it was so sick.
1: Just a good environment. Yeah, to come so it was. Back so,
2: and this is like on their, their years where they were making premierships. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was so, so fun. And then just one training, I think during the week, they're like, oh, the AFL's having a scratchy. Someone from the AFL team, like the, one of the managers was like, oh, we need four or five VFL boys yeah. to fill in for the AFL scratchy. And they're like, oh, do you want to do it? And I was like, 100%, like I'm in. And I don't know how, but I'll turn one on. And for some reason, some, I think some bloke was from Saints was there. Uh, I think just checking out Wow, Richmond and what, like how they move the ball. Anyway, um, a week later, I'm drafted to Saints. Fuck that So I is didn't get drafted. Sick. So I put my name in the draft when I was at Eastern Um, Like, came running up from the BNF, had a good year, playing full back, and then didn't get drafted. So that's when we're like, all right, we'll, fuck it, we'll move to Melbourne. And then off our own back. And then, yeah, just literally played one scratch match. Wednesday, I got a call saying, do you want to meet up? Let's have a chat. I think Saturday I was signed with that SSP. Wow, supplement program, whatever it is. Amazing. Where you can kind of get signed up until round one. Yeah. At the time I signed, I signed with Saints. Two weeks later was round one. Yeah. So then I was just like, just no pre-season, we Just straight in, just yeah. straight in. Had to make all the like make new friends, meet all these people. Like it was just it was actually a good way to do it. Totally, because
1: you didn't have to think about it. No, it was yeah, just sort of straight in.
2: You just doing I also it. Also, I reckon yeah. preseason is the worst time to be an AFL player. Oh, yeah. any any footballer really, I hate it. Yeah. Um, so I just got to slot. You know, I do a state league preseason. Then they put me on a two week training camp at yeah. Saints, just to give me a bit of a boost. But then, yeah, I just went straight into playing VFL, like with St Kilda instead of playing it with oh with was it? Sandringham Zebras yeah. instead of Richmond. So it was the same thing, just different team. Like.
1: It's Unreal. Cool. Yeah. And then when you got there, so like you said, it was so quick into being into the season. How long did it take you to get your first game there? And were, were you kind of thinking, okay, cool, I'm just going to slot in, do the reserves, yeah. do my time for a little bit, and
2: then it came quicker than what you thought? Yeah, or what you set. think? Yeah, I thought, like I was, I learned from going to Collingwood. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm enjoying every VFL game. yep, Because I don't really remember the Collingwood VFL games because I was so like, okay, like, that's done, it. let's yep. go AFL. So I just enjoyed it and then randomly, so I played five AFL games. Randomly on the Tuesday, Alan Richardson comes up and goes, I'm going to play you forward this week because I want to see how you go. I was like, sweet. So I played half forward, half back. So literally first quarter I was a backman. Yeah. Second quarter I was a forward. Third quarter backman. Just stayed in fourth, the same quarter, spot so on the I stayed ground. stayed in the same time? half so of good. the ground. Love that. And did nothing as a backman and I reckon I had eight touches as a forward mm. and put some pressure on and kicked one goal mm. and he goes I love, I love that and I played <laughs> AFL I played AFL that week as, like, the next week as a forward got three touches got nowhere near it I was like mate I'm not a forward mate. and then yeah. so like round six I'm playing AFL which is awesome I'm back in I was like okay absolute stinker we get our ass kicked I'm the first one dropped obviously yeah drops me goes straight back to being a defender play Collingwood VFL, fucking tear one up on them. Yes, that had is like, best. I, I was the best feeling ever because I knew and I knew everything. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah you'll be like, watching. I, I was full
2: back, I had like 30 touches. Like so I good. Had on a good. Oh, oh, it was oh. the best, uh, still the best feeling I've ever had. And that is unreal. The next week, um, Richo like mid-week was like, that was a great game. You're back in. But as a defender, I was like, sweet, playing Collingwood. Oh. So I played Collingwood twice. Like, so yeah, good. Man, I did all right. How did A4? you go to AFL? Yeah, I did all right. And then yeah. I played... I think I played five games or something. One of the games was, oh, I hell wanted to do it, was the China game against Port. Yes.
1: But didn't everyone get sick?
2: Dude, I'd nearly died. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Like, we went to China. I lost 10 kilos in like three days. Wow. Just, Who
1: was telling me? Blake Akers was telling me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake Yeah. yeah.
2: So I, was, I got picked to play. Yeah. Went to China. Nearly died. <laughs> came back. <laughs> lost 10 kilos. We had a buy. I didn't put any weight on. And then they put me back in. So I missed the game. Then they put me back and we went to play Gold Coast up in um Townsville. Yeah. And it was like forty degrees and muggy. Oh my god. I've had three touches again. For some reason they've stuck with me. Then the next week we've played Brisbane and that's when like the sickness caught up to me. Is in like I've lost all my oh. weight. We've gone from
1: And it takes into, a bit into,
2: to get it like, going again. Like international travel to hot muggy thing. I was like, this is the worst two, three weeks of my life. Yeah. And then we got at like that's the top Brisbane at um at Eddie had Marvel, like, destroyed, I think it was 130 (laughs) points or something, so I'm a defender, and it just, the ball's going, from midfield to my forward, to goals, like that, and then in the review, somehow, it was, like I played like shit, but, half the crap, wasn't my fault, and they are like, Marshy, that's fucking shit, so basically we had a two hour review, and I reckon an hour and a half, was them going at me, Wow, and like, Richard like screaming at me, in front of everyone, and, like I was a bit of a smart ass. So he would just ask me his questions. I was like, no, yes. Like, and he wasn't like it, Yeah. And then, yeah, I didn't play the rest of that year. Oh. Which I was like, who gives a shit? And then, well, then, no, I think, sorry, two weeks later, I think he gets the ass, rats is in. Yeah. Change over. He gets his favorites. So that I didn't play the rest of the year. But then I had that next preseason getting fit, mm-hmm. doing well. They moved me forward again. Yep. And then COVID fucking hit and all that shit happened. So, yeah. Yeah, it was like, and then after, you know, we went to the Hub, I played a couple of games, and then all that hit the fan, and then, you know, COVID was done, got delisted, and I was actually like, you know what, fuck, I've had it. Like, I've had my AFL career. Yeah. I was pretty happy to come home kind of thing. It's Absolutely. Just, yeah, I think when you realise, especially I'm, I'm a pretty good, honest person with myself, like, I'm never going to be a fucking, I'm competing against Tim Membry. Yep. Um, Max King, Paddy Ryder, Ron Marshall, I was like, I'd choose them over me any day. And, like, and that's come from me. So when when I got the ass, I was like, yeah, fair enough.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. just going back to um, when you did get that and start getting some games again with Saints, what were you, what was like, what were you thinking in terms oh, of like, so, in in terms of reflecting on the journey that you've been on throughout oh, yeah. that last three
2: years? It was, like it was surreal. Like, for, even that first one, just because there was the, holy shit, he's back after two years of being in the wilderness and doing yeah. fuck all really. Um, well, just on that first game, just before you do that, Right, yeah, you got it, mate.
1: I so fucking worried. got it right here. I was, I remember this first game so <laughs> yeah, well, because so uh, you got, you got told on the Thursday on the on yeah, the 43, geez, you're quick. Yeah, you got told I'm on the Thursday. Quick, yeah, no, I went quick, and got man. this. I literally because uh, it so came hard. out, and I was like, fuck! I was like, I was so excited for you. Straight away, Friday I you morning. Me the
2: pics, I was like, holy shit, this car
1: Friday morning, I was down there, got the number 43. That's so I was good. going, anyway. But I think, I, I reckon I'm probably the first person I to have you, that. I, I think, you, and
2: the last. And like, the last? Like, a <laughs> <laughs> ever 43 written. It's a shit number. Like, it's so crap to look at.
1: Iconic, mate. Roger you know, Hayden. Like, Roger know, Hayden. You know when
2: you put something not like a jersey on? Like, yeah. Like, or something, you're like, I love this number. Yeah. love playing I was like, Fuck, this, this like, is not... This is not... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, go on back. No, nah, I was like... No, nah, it was good, because not, not a fucking massive amounts of media, but everyone's like, oh, fuck, well done. Like, he, he's, yeah. you know, retired, mental health, came back and playing a game. So I was stoked that... I was like, yeah, fuck, uh, all that hard work of putting in, in the two years... Well, when I was at Collingwood, definitely the two years at East Man or just getting my mind right and looking after my well-being... And to even come back and just to play that one game, was like, that was all worth it because totally. I came back and I still managed to get to where I wanted to go to. Absolutely. Obviously, my career didn't go for 200 games and I'm I'm not a fucking jet, but yeah. that was just nice. I was like, i had done so much work, saw the reward. My family was there, friends. Everyone said, well done. And, and just you could see a lot of people just genuinely happy. Yeah. And that made me stoked because I was like, at least I wasn't a complete wanker when I was going through that process. I still made some friends. So. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was actually a real nice feeling.
1: That's awesome. And uh, reflecting on your, ho- your career as a whole, is there any regrets of things that, you know, hindsight that you would have done differently now or thought about differently now? I
2: don't reckon I, like, I think everyone, the only thing everyone asks if I regret retiring at 21, I was like, fuck no. Like, mm. I'm And now, especially now I'm 27, I'm so happy, my life's so good, like, there's just no downside to how I'm living my life. I'm like, well, what's that worth? You know what I mean? Totally. So is that, would you trade that in for 200 games and more money and rah, rah, rah Nah. Like So no, I don't actually have any regrets with it. And when you look back on it holistically, my brother and I, Harry played 25, I played 26. We're from fucking Margs. We grew up with not a whole lot of knowledgeable coaches in Margs. We did it, we became we, we, we good because we're in the backyard and we loved doing it. We tried hard. Um... To make it to the AFL, to make it onto a list is one thing. To play a game is another thing. Harry and I have both played an AFL final. I know it's not everyone's dream as a boy to like. Oh, when I grow up, I want to play twenty six AFL games. No, but yeah, I didn't achieve the, the the heights I wanted to, but I still fucking did all right. Oh, amazing. I might, yeah, i still yeah. I'm still happy enough best, to just tick that best off. Yeah, in, in, S- in still in the tick world. World. that off and go shit. I played professional footy. That's unreal. Lived Good. that dream for five years and, and now I'm doing something else. But it's pretty cool to just go, yeah, well done. Because when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was be an AFL player. Tick that box. That, so now move on to the next thing. It's, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, it, for Pete, this is something as well, it's sort of a question for me as well, because I sort of go through little waves of, um, you know, dealing with mental health stuff and, and um, you know, have to put myself into better situations and do this and do that to look after myself. So... A player now was, you know, maybe in a similar spot to what you were feeling. Is there any advice, or is there any particular things that you went and did yeah. that you would recommend them going and doing?
2: Yeah, I've, I've always, I'm, I'm, massive on just if you need to talk to someone, and especially in a professional sense, like it did, yeah. it did wonders for me. And and I, I was actually because I was, I'm a very prideful bloke. Um, I would always think it, like I was like, this is fucking weak. Like I've, I've got to take antidepressants and I've got to go see a psychiatrist, but. They they know what they're doing and mm. and eventually you come around to the fact you're like, no, I'm just doing this to benefit myself. So that's my first and foremost. Like if you're really struggling, just fucking go. Like, and even if you'd never go again, mm. just at least you'd tick that box. But I'm also massive on um like loving yourself or doing something you really love. Yeah. So when I was struggling at Collingwood and, and when I was back at Eastern Mount even now if I'm having a shit time, I do something where I genuinely like I can't not have fun doing it. Like or I can't regret it. So, like, even if it's just, like, oh, I'll go buy myself, like, a, a shirt or, you know, something little, but, or, like, I'll go buy myself a pack of Tim Tams or I'll go to the beach and read a book by myself or just anything that you know is never going to be touched by negatives. Yeah. And even whatever mental state you're in, you've got to find that. Like, because it – and for me, it changed differently. So, um, my one at Collingwood was every time I played an AFL game and I, while I was struggling – I would reward myself every time we got paid. We got paid monthly. Mm. So I'd just buy myself not like massive, but I'd spend like $100 on myself at, at one time at the shops. Yep. And that could just be like a shortened shirt or a pair of shoes or sunnies. It's, I know it seems materialistic, but I would love payday, not for the money, but I was like, oh yeah, I get to, get, to get to go have fun that. with myself. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, So like every payday was such a fun thing, not because I fucking got matches into my account or anything, but I was like, oh yeah, I get to go do my own thing and have a little bit of self-love. So that, I'll always say that to, Blokes like, fuck I've had a shit week or something like that. I'm like, mate, go love yourself a little bit. Even if it's sitting on your porch and yeah have a dart and a beer or something, if that's what works for you, just you know, you don't have to go overboard. But if that's the thing where you're like, I'll oh, have half an hour, I'll love it. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes on a Friday afternoon after work I'm like, oh, I just need four beers, sit on the porch, read a book or something and I'm that like that it'll just cap off me week set up my weekend for you know a, a nice weekend it puts you in such a good frame of mind
1: totally yeah no i can uh, i can i can relate yeah. big time to that because i've, I've it's not even that long ago i actually started on some antidepressants not too long ago um and you know that obviously helps just to get that that yeah, little bit at the it, bottom it just just it brings your baseline up, up, a bit, up kind of exactly thing, yeah. right but then pretty much what you're saying it's just about finding little bits in my day that i'm hella enjoying doing yeah. so if the, the Things that I really like doing, I like creating my videos that I do. So if I'm doing one of them and I've got one of them to work on and I do one and I have a bit of fun doing yeah. it, go, Fuck, that was really good. Yeah. So I can like really um identify with that bit of advice because that, yeah, that's awesome. As I think as, I'm doing that as complicated
2: as well. or as simply because now, yeah. honestly, like and it's not like a mental health thing, but it's like, Oh, work's really tough. Yeah, I'll take 15 minutes and go get a coffee. Yeah, and oh, like that. It's not much, but it's just like, oh, that's my fifteen minutes, And it's still at work it and, back, I, and yeah. you know, I can still get phone calls and it's only because I work at a school, it's at the school canteen. Yeah. But it's just nice walking down, saying hi to people and going like, oh, I'm just grabbing a coffee and a good coffee and you sit down and you're like, oh, cool. Just enjoying and, and the now moment that you Yeah, yeah do exactly. It. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's not much. It's just being present with us. It's pretty nice.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, what are you doing now? So you're back playing at um, East Freo. How's, yeah. how's East Freo going?
2: Yeah, well, so came but this is my third year back so you first... had a
1: really um good season as in the team had a really yeah, good season yeah. last year because that. it was sort of like a bit bit shit for well, a bit, when i was then... there
2: last we were shocking I couldn't, yeah oh, i think everyone in yeah, the, the club clubs. was the first to admit that mm. um then i've gone away they've changed coaches they've done a personnel shift uh, and i just wanted to come back just because i just wanted i like staying at man. i like the one club loyalty stuff
0: yep
2: first year back we I reckon if we made finals, we would have scared a couple. Like, we played, started playing well the back end of the year, and we just missed out. I think five teams play finals, we came sixth. Yeah. But I was, like, we saw positive signs. Like, this is good. We can build on this. Next preseason, fucking, like, hummed, and then we played well. Like, we had ebbs and flows throughout the season, but then, yeah, made finals, had so many injuries, but we fell over against Claremont to get into the granny. It's pretty good. Yeah. you got to bear in mind we had four people drafted on the end of the season. So, Bryn Tickle, Hugh Dixon, Luke Shonatica, and Tom Joyce. All integral parts of our team. All totally. gone if All gone on the eve of the season. If
1: you take, like, one out, that's like, oh, yeah. four. That's and, a lot. And you're
2: talking, like, best inside mid. Probably our number one ruckman. Forward. Like, it's just, it was ridiculous. And then, throughout the year, we had injuries. Yeah. And then, we still made finals. And we haven't played finals for a while, either. So, yeah, it was pretty exciting. So, I think everyone was... Very excited to come back. We were always, like, our leadership group and the coaches were wondering how we'd come back in good shape. And I think every team's gone, yeah, we're humming in pre-season. But the boys came back. We all ran good times. Mm. Everyone's looking fit. Training seems, it looks like it's humming. Um, I'm not going to sit here and go, yeah, we're on. But then we got good recruits. My brother came over from Subi. We got...
1: Is that the first time you played in a side together as well? No, nah, we played Colts, Colts right, yeah. so that's
2: yeah. Twenty twelve was the last time we played yeah. with each other. How exciting, yeah. So it's it's fun. Like it's fun just rocking up and seeing them at training every day. And then we got all the boys that got drafted by New South back. Mm-hmm. We got some other recruits that are just they they fit in really well with the culture, and I think that's nice where you don't have to worry about outside of football. You can just worry about their training standards instead of how they fit in with our group. Yep. And then yeah, it's just I think the team's becoming quite close knit. So I'm just excited to see how it'll eventually so obviously barring injuries and I'm hoping the AFL doesn't get us again and sign four blokes. Yeah. Literally a week before round one again. (laughs) But you know, it's just it's just nice being back and this is I was thinking the other day, this season at East will be if if when I get through this season, it'll be the longest stint I've had at the club. Wow because you know, like juniors, you know, you change, chop and change. You play one year at Margs. The next, I played one year at East Melbourne Colts. Only three years at Collingwood. Yep. Only two years at East. Only two years at St Kilda. Wow. This is my third year, and then I'll go into it. So I'm like, I just feel settled. Like it's actually a really nice feeling. That is nice. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: good. it's good when you're when you just know a little bit more about you. You know yeah. what your role is going to be. You know your way around. And yeah, like you said, you're feeling comfortable in the environment. Yeah. That's, and yeah, um, yeah, enjoying. I know the environment. Yeah, I
2: know the ins and outs of the team. I'm really close with the coaches. Yeah. I'm really. I've got a really good. Set of friends at Ishamana that we we spend a lot of time together. We all hang out. Great. We can go out and have beers and have a ripping night, or we can just stay in and play ping pong and laugh and go to the beach during the day. Like we, it's just nice having everything. I know there's no surprises. It's yes, it's something that I've I've never had at a sporting club, so it's it's pretty cool.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And what are do you doing for work? Where are you working?
2: Yeah, so I work in Clontarf. So it's right. basically. Aboriginal support yeah. for high school boys.
1: Fantastic. Go um, well?
2: Yeah, really well. So I've, that kind of, my captain, Matthew Jupp, kind of put it, slid it to me. Yeah. Because it's only like a referral basis kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I'm eight, eight nine months into it. Like, adore it. Love it. I work out in you know Midland, Swanview. So I'd trek. Like, it's an hour each way kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. But maybe more with traffic, maybe a little bit less. But it's a fed hike but i don't care because i love it so that's that's probably the biggest indicator for me I, I always thought that if i and for other jobs if i haven't liked the job i've loved sitting in the car before getting to the job you know what i mean and then you get to the job you're like, oh, sorry, i've so. got to go in <laughs> i've never had that so i'm like okay i, I really do this enjoy is this, this is the yeah. spot that i'm supposed to be in. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah and yeah. that's a that's also a good feeling because you know, i've worked plenty of dead-end jobs and casual jobs and um even sometimes like a lot of those years at or two years at Collingwood, I would drive and go, fuck, I've got to get out of the car and I've got to do this. So I think that's always going to be a good indicator for me if I can bother. And, you know, even if it's five minutes down the road, if you're enjoying that five minutes more than getting out and going to work, that's a, that's a, a danger, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. so, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually loving it. And I've got a really good team. We've got a good team there. My director, my boss, and my coworker as well would, would get along really well to the point where it's like, oh, Friday, I do you want to go have a beer? I'm like... I've never had that. Like that's Just, also- yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So I am I'm, I'm loving it. I'm pretty thankful that they've given me a gig to stay on and do that
1: that's awesome well um, mate thank you so much for coming down sharing a little bit about the uh, the story it's been so great to hear it all um, and um, yeah so glad that uh, you know everything's going so well it's been so good to catch up
2: no I'm, a, I'm appreciative you've got me on because I've seen the names you've put on this podcast so, yeah to, hey, to we're, adding, a, we're adding, a feature we're mate adding, oh, I'm bloody thanks for having awesome, me man. Man. Too good. thank you so Cheers,
1: much awesome. and that's another episode of Potty Magic all wrapped up thank you so much for Jono to coming all the way down and doing that episode with with me uh, you're an absolute bloody champion and uh, i took personally took a lot away from that podcast so thank you so much for being so raw and open uh, and honest and i know there's going to be a lot of people out there that uh, identify with uh, some of the things you were speaking about and i'm sure there's going to be a lot more supporters of john o'marsh after this uh, podcast so thank you so so much for coming uh, down and uh, doing the pod with me and good luck with everything uh, this year with uh, down east Freo. i know you guys are going to absolutely bloody chop so thank you Anybody that liked the episode as much as I did, please, it really goes a long way if you wouldn't mind subscribing uh, and uh, rating the episode as well on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, or YouTube. If you didn't like the episode, don't fucking bother. Don't don't bother putting a review there. Five stars only. Uh, but I uh, really love your work. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning on in uh, each week. You're, you're absolute weapons, and I'm so thankful that I've got all these great people listening into the podcast each week. Back next week with another episode, and I'll uh, catch you then.